Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oh yeah, hour three of day one of Christmas week on the Lori and Julia show. And uh, the other thing that's going on right now is like Jupiter and Saturn are like close together. Oop, hold on. In conjunction. They're in They're conjunction. In conjunction tonight. Look in the southwest sky for the brightest, brightest shining star you don't see because the planets will look like they're one. Yeah. But the front people up north are really bummed because it's cloudy and snowy. Well, I know, but be happy you're getting some bloody snow. Is that what you think? Are totally. You for, people are going crazy. That it's. I can't stand it. I, I cannot it. stand Rock seeing the earth. Stand on it. A lot of, of uh, you know. I am a person, I've, I feel like as long as it's going to be cold, I am all for all the snow Same. we can possibly handle. We went skiing out at Buck Hill on Saturday. How was it? It was pretty fun. It was my boy's first time, and he liked it. Yay! But the thing that's going on, the, is, I mean, from the Boundary Waters to Lake Nokomis, people are loving this snow-free cold because it's making for like this beautiful skating. Yes. Okay, I actually uh-huh. saw a lot of ponds, with, and my son even shoveled off the lake. Yeah. This weekend, he wants to make a broomball court. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Yeah, people were going crazy up in the Boundary Waters. And yeah. then I started to hear that people are doing what did Nokomis this weekend, just because it's there's no snow. It's just beautiful, clean ice. And it's fun. So you've you had no melting lake. and no right. pebbling that you usually right. get when you have snow, which always gives right. you the pebbled ice, which, yeah, you know. Oh, that is so true. I need to go get skates. Yeah. I well, out um, okay, so... You've got uh, two choices, Julia, okay. of what we can talk about. Do you want to talk about the TV show that people were calling soft porn? Oh. About the ballerinas? Oh, uh, about 15-year-olds? They're not 15-year-olds. I, yeah. I almost watched it. Did you watch it? I'm going to watch it. I'm uh, Tiny Dancer. I'm this close. Tiny Pretty Things. Yeah, it's I'm, on I'm, Netflix. Okay, so talk, talk to me about it. So this Our got, phones don't work, so you can't call us, yeah, people. This they, got, might, they might actually be fixed, thanks to our buddy Jake. Okay, oh, good. All right, well, uh, this show got our attention purely because people on Twitter and then, then you know, different... Um, uh, newspaper sites and magazine sites were picking up whenever, you know, it's always controversy sometimes for a show makes it stand out because, I mean, how many new shows are there dropping all the time? I don't know if it just seems like a lot. It it, it feels like a lot. Yeah, yeah, it feels like a lot. So when we heard about this show, Tiny Pretty Things, and people were like, oh, this had so much potential. Why are these teenagers having so much sex? And I'm of the opinion, I'm like, this Teenagers too do, and I <laughs> now I want to watch this show. I, I wanted to watch it, but yeah. I, I 
checked Willow River instead, but I want to watch this show. Yeah. So um, anyway, yes, people are tuning in to see what the fuss is about. And uh, it feels like the more Twitter has been flooded with, um, you know, people scolding their finger at, at Netflix. Maybe the more people end up watching Tiny Pretty Things. And I've watched, I watched four episodes. Oh, you did? I, Julia, I got, right. Okay. This is my kind of show. So here's okay. what the story is. It follows this gal, Neva, who is an elite ballerina at, who's offered a coveted spot at this, uh, the Chicago Ballet Academy and the, the Madame, Madame who runs the Ballet Academy, which, I'm getting, I guess I get, I get the feeling that to be in ballet, one has to have money or dance scholarship. It's an oh, expensive right, sport. Oh, right, right. It's I like never, ice skating. I never yeah. did any ballerina, yeah. anything like that. You never dance. Any, yeah, no, yeah. no. And so, uh, because it's star pupil, we see in the very first, you know, 10 seconds of the show gets pushed or falls off of a balcony and lands on the cement and ends up in the hospital in a coma, just the way a soap opera, you know, is bound. And this is the number one top show on Netflix yeah. right now. Tiny, pretty things, things. about ballet dancers. Yeah. And You're four in. I, and I think, I don't know how many there are, but uh, Casey's daughter, you know, I'm like, what are you watching this weekend? She's like, tiny, pretty things. I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> OMG. Yep. And uh, I would say that the kids are that are in it, they seem to be 17, 18, 19, 20-year-olds. Okay. It seems like they sure. are in a ballet school. Yes, there might be younger people in it, but everything they're, go to, they're going to clubs and they're drinking. So maybe they're even well, they're 21. Older. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't care, but I was here for the equal opportunity nudity. Oh. I mean, not that. I mean, I do. I guess I like that. If you're going to show the girls, then show I want to show the guys. All and right, show good. both. All right, good. You know, so you're all, you're all for it. I liked it. All right, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, you're going to like it too. Anyway, but people, got- the only thing you know, but I guess this is probably a thing that happens, and it's a creepy thing. Yes, it is. But like a ballet, uh, the choreographer, you know, uh, maybe is 38 and, and in a teacher a, position yes. and having relations with a student, which, you know, blah, blah, blah. But everyone seems to be of age. So okay, so know. my friend is watching. Um, I was here for the TV soft porn. I have to say it's what brought me in. And it, okay. It kept me and I think the acting is My good. friend watches the teacher. A teacher. A teacher on Hulu. Yeah, and it's yeah. highly rated. Yeah, I've wanted to watch that. Okay, it's with Kate Mara. She really likes it. Yeah, um, and it's higher rated than any of the things we've talked about right, so right, far. Right. Yeah, no, I it's know. called a teacher. Yeah, uh, a teacher, and she's a teacher explores yeah a relationship with a high school boy, and mm-hmm. she's like maybe twenty three, twenty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people like it. That's been on my list, but yeah, t- a t- tiny pretty things. It got, works. Got me into it. Yeah. It works. All right, uh, entertainment. Uh, Tonight, said Kaylee Coco is uh, the actress to beat in any TV stuff. She's. That. I'm really happy for her because yeah. um, we She's didn't so... ever give her credit because we never watched Big Little Bang or whatever. <laughs> what was it called? Yeah. <laughs> Big Little Bang. <laughs> Big Bang. <laughs> Big Bang Theory. We never watched that because we. I didn't either. No, but 
People loved that. She she's such a good actor. Comedic actress too. Yeah, she reminds me a little bit and of this, Jennifer Aniston. This layer that she peels uh, in this little town outside of right. Roma, right, with her casual don't Rome me. boyfriend. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. You're giving yeah, yeah, it away. Don't much, tell me. Much. Don't tell me. Don't tell us. I can't help it if you two can't keep uh, up with yeah, the you times. Can. We're only, well, like, here, it was just Thursday. It's I Monday, know. right? Okay, so Lori's talking about the flight attendant. Mm-hmm. The thing that I think that is interesting about her character and the flight attendant is she is a raging alcoholic. And, and all of this... And how she's functioning yeah. blows mm-hmm. me away. Yeah. But she's a raging alcoholic. But she... There's something about Cassie that's very likable, relatable, that hot mess. Everyone has 100%. been that or you've had a friend. And you woke up I, in college, where am I? Ooh. You know, we've had those days. Very relatable. In the 20s. Yes. Very, oh, and dear. into the 30s. Can I get out me. of bed? Where yeah. am I? You know? Yes. Mm-hmm. What Oops. is your name? Oops. How did I get here? <laughs> I'm so glad you're right. alive. I had no idea that could have happened. Mm-hmm. I'm late for work. Gotta go. Yeah. Uh-huh. By the way, um, I know that no one in radio programming for a music station is probably listening to me right now, but I could help them save their ratings <laughs> with one suggestion. Oh, this ought to be good. Play B T S. Dynamite. All, any of them. All I've of them. I've heard it, Lori. I've heard does it. Our, does okay. our sister station across the hall play them? Not enough. Let me get I've to, heard it. Not enough. I'm all just right. I just want to say to you, Julia. <laughs> There's always instructions. No, but CNN had a very interesting story about BTS's effect on the American magazine industry just this year. So four different publications profiled BTS, the Korean boy band, Mm -hmm. um, K-pop this year. Variety did it. The Wall Street Journal magazine did it. Time magazine did it because they were Entertainer of the Year, and then Esquire. Each and every one of those magazines saw a massive spike in how many actual magazines we need to play more in our bumper music did they do a christmas song yet and some of yeah, them they did the yeah. jingle bell remix of can you bell dynamite can we yeah. play it and we should play you. it every day okay. in some cases some of the magazines had to double the run now you know how magazine why don't you tweet out that we're doing a bts <laughs> profile tomorrow at three fifteen for a story we can't get enough of and tag them Lori, and see what happens well i mean grow yeah. our station not the other ones well it's not just magazine editors but it's really they have had a, a surprisingly hard time getting played in top 40 uh radio stations okay. and because am fm radio was so disrupted by the pandemic because all of a sudden people quit driving yep yes now it's picked back up or yep, whatever but, but it was so disrupted because we weren't in our cars and the radio yep. you know it just went down but um the majority of pop music stations have either ignored bts or artists from non-English speaking, you know, parts of the world completely or otherize them instead of playing their music in regular rotation. So we have a new segment every day now called BTS by Lori. It would get you younger listeners and it is just such a huge thing. It just seems really People, kind of when behind When you talk the times. about it, but when you do talk about it, we get emails. People do like it. So this is my mission for you. Bring you BTS news. 
Bring it, but but tweet I mean, about it, Lori, and get people to listen to Ver- us. Variety sold out their BTS. Now, Variety is a trade publication. We're a talk station. Yeah, but it's a trade. It sold out in an hour. What? Okay, what are you their missing BTS about me telling cover. you to work on our behalf? Yeah, I know, but I'm trying not to be so um, out loud and desperate the way you are right now. Well, just do it. Yeah. Just say I'm going to do it, Julia. But, but like you, well, let's just break it down. I mean, yeah. you, do you sit around listening to it? Like other songs other than Dynamite? Because is, is Dynamite like the only one that's... No, in no we played the we other played one that's in the, the foreign language okay. that we can't understand the words, but we but like it. We love it. And, and you there's guys some like other it. songs that I play in rotation. Suddenly, I'm doing BTS dances on yeah. Instagram. I so feel you, it. So, Julia, you're so, you're sitting over there in the double wide and you're hearing it. And I'm you're getting also her, digging it? Yes. Yes, she no, always, you well, do I end have, up liking it. You're I like, who's this? Up, and I'm like, it's BTS. I have ended up liking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I can't even understand the words, but, you know, I've decided words don't really mean World a lot to me. domination wasn't their plan, but they just are simply splendid. Yeah, they really are. Mm-hmm. They really are. Yeah. All right. All right. So there you go. I just thought I would give you the magazine effect. Tomorrow, talk radio. The okay. BTS effect. Oh, yeah, we're going to do it. We'll come back in a month and report. Oh, yeah, it's just happened. All right, we've got our ratings right now at 515 on a day in December of 2020. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we're coming back with a dirt alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hello, Holly. Hollywood. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the first dirt alert in the age of Aquarius. That's right. Start singing your fifth dimension, folks, because we're finally here. So oh, I love that you brought up that reference. Well, it is. It's true. This is the, the dawn. This well, we're not even at the dawn. This mm-hmm. today. December 21st, 2020 is the official start of the Age of Aquarius, if you're into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kicking off with the great conjunction that's happening with the planets. Apparently, if you look in your telescope, you can see the moons of Jupiter and the rings of Saturn, and it's pretty groovy. Will we be able to see it with our eye? Ah! Uh, Something's Shiny bright star in the southwestern sky. Yes, okay. then that that's about it. But I think you're going to need a telescope if you want to get into it a little more. So this is something, Lori... You Damn it, <laughs> all the fun that happens behind that mirrored telescope. Exactly, I mean, oh, nuts. All right, so Lori, you had sent this to me that, in, that you wanted to talk about this a little bit, but this is something called the blacklist that happens in Hollywood. And no, we're not talking about communism in the 1950s in Hollywood. This is a list that's compiled by... Film executives who are reading scripts day in and day out. And these are the scripts that people are reading in Hollywood that are getting the most buzz. Now, this is interesting because the blacklist started in 2005, and a lot of scripts that end up on this list often become produced, and then we get to know them. Such movies as Argo, Spotlight, Juno. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. American Hustle, Slumdog Millionaire, mm-hmm. and The Revenant. All great movies. All great movies, and uh, a movie that was on the blacklist a couple of years ago is getting tons of buzz, Promising Young Woman, with Carrie Mulligan. Mm. That's supposed to be one of the best movies of the year. Really? Okay. And that's coming out on Christmas. I'm not sure exactly where you're going to be able to stream it. Mm -hmm. Might be on Amazon Prime, but check your local listings for details. But here are some of the movies that we need to be looking out for in the near future, in the next couple of years. The movie that got the most mentions on the blacklist this year is something called Headhunter. Here's the log line for that. A high-functioning cannibal selects his victims based on their Instagram popularity, but finds his habits shaken by a man who wants to be eaten. Oh, wait a second. Say that, wait, say that, based on say a that again. This is, I'm, I can't speak yeah, to that, okay. Lori, but it's called Headhunter. And it was written by a woman named Sophie Dawson. This is the script's logline, meaning the synopsis of it. A high-functioning cannibal selects his victims based on their Instagram popularity, but finds his habits shaken by a man who wants to be eaten. Oh, M-G. Okay. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. That's the number one spot. Okay. Yeah, that's the most buzzed about script in Hollywood right now. Uh, the second one with 28 mentions is a film called Chang Can Dunk. Here's what it's about. A young Asian American teen and basketball fanatic who just wants to dunk and get the girl ends up learning much more about himself, his best friends and his mom. I love it. I love, I love that a one. coming of age I movie. do too. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So for you spy fanatics out there, this might get made. It's called Neither Confirm Nor Deny. Now, this is based off a book. It's an adaptation of David Sharp's book, The CIA's Greatest Covert Operation. It chronicles the clandestine CIA operation that risked igniting World War III by recovering a nuclear-armed Soviet sub, the K-129, that sunk to the bottom of the ocean in 1968. That I like sounds that. good. Like Jack Ryan, yep. something like that. Yeah, okay. Stressful. All right. Right, here's another one. I, I like playing Hollywood executives with you guys. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> um, here we go. 25 mentions. If you were the last, two astro- a- oh, you guys aren't going to like this. Two astronauts who mm. think they've been lost in space forever fall in love, becoming content with their isolated lives. No. Only suddenly ha- having to return to Earth. No. No, we it don't sounds like, like right no. now we're trying to return to Earth. Yeah, what yeah. is that? Anyways, yeah. well, here's something. Okay, going through this blacklist again, these are the most buzzed about screenplays in Hollywood. Yeah, this is the one with Alexander Skarsgård. With Alexander Oh, yeah, Skarsgård. that one looks good. The Plush. The Plush. Plush, it's, it's about the guy the, who started the Beanie Babies. Um. Okay, I okay. don't have that one in front of me, but can you well, speak to that? It, it's just Alexander Skarsgård's... Plus, she did a screenplay, apparently tracing the okay. life of the billionaire toy entrepreneur, Ty Warner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Babies. Yes. Sex, money, and one schoolyard fad that took the nation by storm. <laughs> Is that what you I could love call that. it? That would be the uh, descriptor on that one? Yeah, that's the log line. The enigmatic entrepreneur behind the 90s toy craze that sparked madness, murder, and a billion-dollar empire. Yeah, I love that it. would be a movie that people would want to see. Yes, I think so, too. Enough people were into Beanie Babies at the time. And it was such a 
wide section of ages. And I remember my, my dad, like, I got to get the grandkids these things, you know. He was, like, all in on it. People of, were getting them. It was such a thing. It was so huge. weird and yeah. huge. And, mm-hmm. and just, like, people, like, it was like the Cabbage Patch Kid dolls in the 1980s where, like, Grandma would go and wait in line and slug it out with people. Right. Like, punch somebody in the face. Okay, Grandma. Okay. okay. Here's another one. Okay. okay. Lori and Julia Hollywood executives, the movie Frenemy, which is a chronicle of the Lindsay Lohan Paris Hilton feud of 2004 to 2006 over who would be Britney Spears's best friend. Help. If it's done right, it could be good. <laughs> it could be. Mm-hmm. It could be. So those are just some of the movies that are being buzzed about in Hollywood based off of their screenplay. Now, we don't know if any of those are actually going to make it through the process of being made as a film. Right. Especially, I wonder if that the cannibalism gets a lot of movie producers, like studio execs, like it's the number one thing. Yeah. Cannibalism? Yeah. Like they're like, <laughs> well, don't is that why it hasn't been made? <laughs> I'm telling you, the movie Alive, you remember that about the soccer team that crashed in the, oh, in yeah. the Andes? Yeah. In South America? But that, this is different. Joya, this right. is, yeah. I was obsessed with that for a while, yeah, I, right. and I have Mount Rushmore news for later in the show. The oh. Mount Everest, yeah, that too. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, well, alive. Uh, that was based off of a real life event, right? Yeah, this about Instagram cannibalism is not so much. But it, I, I could see, I could <laughs> yeah. see though, like how it could be like some kind of like if the right filmmaker did it, it could be huge. Good. Well, yeah, and it sounds like a dark comedy. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be really subversive if put in the hands of the right people and done really well. Uh, Let's move on from that story, The Blacklist. Thank you, Lori and Julia. Uh, You can pick up the tab for our lunch at uh, the Grill (laughs) in the Alley. I really appreciate it. Flex your power muscle. Mm -hmm. Um, John Mulaney has checked into rehab for 60 days for alcohol and cocaine addiction. This is a big story making headlines today. Sources at page six say that he checked into a rehab this past weekend and he's been pretty open about uh substance abuse in his life he Mm -hmm. said he first became sober at the age of 23 he started using substances at the age of 13 now interestingly enough his wife on instagram over the weekend just deleted everything so they were they knew what was going to be happening and just didn't want to talk about it and it's like hey you know what i'm going to take care of myself i'm going to go check myself into this place and acknowledge what's going on and you know hopefully out on the other side at the end of the 60 days uh, he'll be in a better place yeah and you know what i think being public about it too is like a good like people can go oh look at john mulaney he looks like he's got it so together exactly so you know he he beat this a long time ago i mean it's, it's just like I guess I, I do like it when people, you know, stand up and say, yeah, here I am. Yeah, here I am. Mm-hmm. And look, I am going to get help and yeah. and I'm going to take care of that in that way and that it's an ongoing situation. So, thank you. Holly. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Let's move on. To- let's talk about sex. Talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming oh. up anyhow. Oh. My my people, I'm so sad to bring you this news. Um, you know how usually at this, this time of the year, I regale you with a sentence or two from the bad porn movies of the year, writing yes, of the yes, year. Yes, yeah. 
Oh, uh, yeah. There's bad sex sex in fiction awards. They've been handing these out. It's the literary staff at the Literary Review, a British magazine, not the New York uh, publication of the same name. They have curated terrible sex rating for almost 30 years. Yes. But uh, because they want to uh, honor the most outstanding, the awful scene of sexual descriptions of the year and to draw attention to the poorly written, redundant, downright cringe-worthy messages of sexual description in that year's fiction. Okay, that was there were so many words there. Get yeah. to the bottom line. They're not doing it this They're year. They're not doing it this <laughs> year because they felt the public had been subjected to too many bad things uh, this year to justify exposing it to bad sex as well. I feel this is lazy on the part of the literary review. Right. Because I like to be able to regale you with some bad some sex. funny sentences. Well, there's going to be a rash of lockdown bad sex next uh, year that'll be published in 2021. Let me just give you a sampling from last year's winner. Okay. 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 This is from the Office of Gardens and Ponds. Katsudo moaned as a bulge formed beneath the material of his kimono. Could I get some music? Um, okay. Uh, a bulge. Let me find something here. That Miyuki seized, needed, massage, squashed and crushed. Okay, stop. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> With the fondling, Katsuro's eh. I love it. I love what you're going to play right now. I'm just, it's I found a little some bit funny. Yeah. I, I think there's going to be some sex. This kid, Donnie, Donnie, oh, Donnie, Donnie stop like, the music. Uh, is it the Elton John that's no. distracting? I mean, this is no. some good prose here. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just done with okay. Miyuko and Kyoto. Yeah, Katsudo. So good. And Mio. Kyoto. Anyway, very, that was really very, 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 very hard, uh, you know, that I don't have this for you, but, you know. Next year, but the bad sex in fiction words, I know people look forward to people it this do. time of year. We'll check in next year. Now, I thought I would give you some Christmas sex positions to try this okay. festival okay. season. Is, okay. there the, is there the snowman and the Christmas star? Let's start with the right. gingerbread man, shall okay. we? Okay. So all you need to do is for, we shall call this person uh, the penetrator. Okay. To stand with their arms down, Hovering a few inches away from their hips. Then stand very still while your partner does all the work. Because remember, gingermen, gingerbread men don't move. They don't move and they're not alive. Okay, so it's just a stand up and freeze. Well, let's just say maybe you're full, you're bursting. Okay, that's the gingerbread. That's the gingerbread. Now you could just do pigs in a blanket. Okay, how did you do that? That's what you do when you're sneaking sex in. And people are just in the other room, and you're All at right. your parents or your grandparents' okay, house. Okay, right in the room below you. You're very quiet. Very quiet. Mm-hmm. You're, you go full pig in a blanket. You get all curled up, and then you have slow mm-hmm. sex. And silent. And silent. Yes. Sexy slow. 
Okay. It's in a blanket. Okay, now the snow globes. Oh, the snow globes. <laughs> I'm kind of excited to hear about this. Shake it up. Well, that is a pun indeed that works for this, Rocco, because it is for people with a penis. Oh, the snow okay. globe. <laughs> oh, my God. I was not expecting that. Yes. I thought the globes were referring to... Yes. Okay. Yeah, you, um, you draw yourself a nice warm bath. <laughs> you draw a warm bath. Uh, I had a warm bath this weekend. And okay. once you're in, then you just uh, take care of long, loving, you know. <laughs> this is so bad. So okay. this is a solo position. Yes. Okay. okay, so it is. Shaking the snow globe. As okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, it's just a new name for hanging out with yourself in the bathtub. That's right. Now there's the old base, the turkey, and everyone knows what that is. Don't let the turkey have all the fun. Remember when I told you about the <laughs> tiramisu and yes. sticky, not uh, licky, not sticky? Mm-hmm. Just, you know. Yeah. I believe I brought the tiramisu to us. So yes. I love that you brought it. Oh, that's right. But you did I come up with the, the classic idea that line. That is a good, sticky, not licky. That's right. Licky, not sticky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And um, Christmas wrapping. Don't forget that ribbons and bows can be... Nice, light. I'll never forget. Time. Okay. We worked at, I think I worked at the Twin Cities Reader at the time. And there was a book out about how to meet your man at the door or something. And I'm talking 1988. Okay? Yeah, yeah, okay. And I'm you'd sure wear it, wear a big trench coat, mm-hmm. and you'd have nothing but bows on your, you know, bowy spots. Right. Your bow worthy spots. And, right. and you'd yeah. go to the door. And, you know, it was like a va- how to celebrate Valentine's Day in 1988 or something. Yeah. I feel hysterical. Like it, but I feel like everyone did this. Yeah. Well, or they the said, trench coat. They said, but here's the thing. I wouldn't get people's hopes up for Christmas wrapping presents this year like that. I don't know if people have it in them this year. To be sexy under... Under, with a little wrapping on themselves. Especially with someone you've been stuck in the house with for weeks and weeks <laughs> and you're trying to teach your kids and you're working and you know what I mean? I so feel lower like, the expectations. Lower the expectations. Maybe if someone Hotel puts on a, a bra and underwear that match, that's right. That's home run. Hotel sex is coming. We don't know when, when but it, you know. I was talking about that yesterday. Yeah. I mean, there is something to be said about that. Yes, Good there Lord. is. Um, now, may, do you, may I introduce a couple of dating Terms or relationship terms. Sure. Do you guys know partridging or chimneying? No. Doing the chimney? Well, is it where you blow something e up harmony, somewhere? Okay. Partridging means, well, it's a rare dating uh, trend, Julia, that isn't terrible for once. Okay. It just describes single people who realize uh, I can be plenty happy absolutely on my own, like a partridge in a pear, pear tree. tree. All right. Yeah. And when you have that realization, it's kind of fun. Oh, that's the best spot to be. Yeah. Because then you're not desperate and needy. That's right. Oh, people, so partridge. partridge. Get to a spot of partridging. That's right. And then stay there if you want it. Because yeah. what a great goal. But then you're more, this is like when you meet people. I've always told you this. Yep. Yeah. Okay, now chimneying. That is not easy to say. No. Chimneying is a little more sinister. Who hasn't done this? You well, enter someone's life for a brief period of time looking for a way out already <laughs> until somebody better comes along. I feel like we've had different names for this. This is a good holiday. Yeah, isn't it? That's why I said it's sinister. 
Enter but it briefly happens. and look for the exit. Yeah, and you know, but you don't want to be alone for the holidays. You know, it's there you, go. you know, you're kind of like you're looking for an exit, but it's okay. not bad where it is right now. All right, but believe me, you are you're you're all your things are on. Mm-hmm. You know that's why uh, got another name, <laughs> another picture. Okay. So that's from E Harmony. That's what well. That, just thank you, E Harmony. Now here, this is from a book that's coming out called Apollo's Arrow: The Profound and Enduring Impact of Coronavirus on the Way We Live. So, did both of you guys watch Babylon Berlin? No, no, neither of you did. No. But you know, like you've watched The Great Gatsby, you know about the Roaring Twenties, what yes. a decadent, fabulous, fabulous. What sounded like so much fun if you were in the right family of. Privilege. <laughs> well, possibly, but this guy, he's a Yale professor, and he says that one of the reasons why the Roaring Twenties were the way they were was that they were coming out of the 1918 flu epidemic, which killed a lot of people yep. all around the world. And he said during, uh, he says what happens is that uh, he fully expects uh, the world by 2024 to become um, a sex roaring um, sex drugs and rock and roll again back to the 70s yeah basically uh, as a society he said uh, this you can't be pent up this long kind of what happens to many as, of us is that it becomes new to us and all of a sudden you know maybe at first it's not are we gonna have aged out of this fun oh god no i'm never staying home again (laughs) let me tell you julia we will be plunged into an era of vice and indulgence because people by 2020 20 by 2024 that seems so far away i know it does but it it will take some time some people will come back slower slower and it depends depending it's the financial but think thing of all, think of all the people that haven't even been able to experience it yet right and so, i mean all our freshmen in college who haven't even yes. got to experience that so he builds this whole case right. on that's what happened in the roaring 20s it was a very loose you know musical sex people felt free you know, we were having so much fun. They banned liquor. Yeah, they and, did. Um, anyway, they, he I, says that's coming again. A sex-crazed Roaring Twenty awaits post-pandemic. So, all right. Well, we're all for it. I'm here. I'm here for it. Sign yeah, us all up. It. Rocco, we don't know about you. Oh, he's mm-hmm. here for it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. We'll Lisa, be, look at the pictures. You're right. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do we have a treat for you tonight? It's a Monday night present and a Tuesday night and a Wednesday night present for you. Um, and a Thursday night present for you because A Christmas Carol Peterson is a production that was um, done 20 years ago by Peter Rothstein and Todd Peterson. Um, and I can't think of the, the brilliant woman who plays the music for it. Um, they, through the pandemic, came in and reimagined it as a radio program instead of a pr- play. Yeah. And I know um, our very own B. Arthur slash Amy Daniels worked a lot of hours with these guys to come up with an amazing one-hour event for you tonight at 7 o'clock on the radio. And it's called A Christmas Carol Peterson. And it's just the lovely. It's lovely and storytelling and and feels Christmassy. And it's kind of a storytelling, like you it said. It is. It's just music. It's really lovely. It's lovely. Mm-hmm. 12 and up. Yeah. If you want, you know, because people have said what age for the kids, 12 and up. It's just, 
Todd Peterson's so talented. All these people are talented. So, And thanks to David from First Equity for sponsoring. Thank you for reminding us, of course. Yes. Good old David, honestly. Uh, I didn't get to this in the Hollywood speak, Julia, but I wanted to ask you your thoughts about Hilaria Baldwin. Um, in her underwear. In her underwear with her fifth child three months after giving birth. Post bath, getting ready for the day, photo by Carmen. And okay, I'm going to say she's 36 years old. She had four or five kids in the past six or seven years. She's got a banging body. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. But I, why does she always need so much praise? Um, why does Madonna? Why does J-Lo? Yeah. Why does... Um, who else is always, always, always out there wanting praise? I mean, Madonna today scared us. Oh, my gosh. She really she, Rocco... Really Sorry, I was just looking at Hilaria in her underwear. What now? Yeah, yeah right. No. no, but that's her. That's her thing. Yeah. Some people just Lisa Renna is dancing today. I mean, I don't. You can't blame people for doing it. That's their thing. I am blaming her. The maybe one for I want to blame is Madonna. Yeah. We are still upset about her butt injections. Whatever she's done, it looks like she's sitting on um, a, a beach donut, ball. A beach ball. In both sides. Mm-hmm. And then she has to wrap kind of a diaper style mm-hmm. piece of underwear that literally have a tie in the front to hold the beach balls in place. Larry's. Rocco, please okay, go. So I've, this look came at out this. a long time ago. Is Madonna still showing pictures of her butt? Well, she's showing her hip. Um, surgery scar, uh, but while she's scars. and her cupping scars, but while she's doing this, you can see okay. her new she's silhouette on, on what something. Oh, yeah, you can see, you see what I'm saying. There's it's, an odd shape, like the, Ariana Grande's ring. It goes <laughs> sideways. Oh, there's like, a bit of a there's extra <laughs> like there's something there. Yeah, I can. She's sitting that. on something. That's pretty oh, good my. though. Because how old is she? 62. Now, don't say that. Like, that's a, that's yeah. a, that's a curse. I mean, no, she, she looks <laughs> really to work there's, with. There's something <laughs> odd about her fanny. Her fanny. Yeah. She just added a whole two beach balls to her backside and she has to wear special underwear to tie them in. It's a diaper. I guess. It's a Madge diaper. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I really don't. I don't know what to say about this story. What? Dog walker caught Hillsong Church, Pastor Carl Lentz, having sex with a young celebrity in 2014. There's apparently sex stories. Now, this was Carl Lentz's dog walker. Who caught Carl Lentz, the pastor. Yeah. In a compromised position with a young celebrity. I'm wondering, could it have been Selena? Oh, don't even say that. That makes me sad. Just saying. I don't know, Lori, but all I do know is There's that... There's people coming, they're investigating Hillsong for so many things. That guy who owns that church is going to wish that uh, they'd Carl never came Nets, to the U.S. Yeah, no kidding. We you had know? a good gig down under. Yeah, they Carl, really did. Carl was, he exposed us to a lot, a lot, a lot of things. Uh, 50 years ago today, the most requested... Photo from the National Archives. The, the the moment happened. The photo was taken. Rocco, that was the uh, the unlikeliest White House powwow still of all time. Elvis oh, Presley Elvis and, meeting and President Nixon. Nixon. Yep. December twenty first, nineteen seventy. Nixon in a suit. Uh, the King in quite a suave seventies outfit. It is the number one requested photo from the National Archives. And oh, uh, yes. Nixon got, uh, you know, he wanted to be a federal agent at large is what Elvis told uh, Nixon. 
Yeah, to you, deal with America's yeah. drug problem, right. which is ironic. Yeah. Eek, ironic. He was high out of his mind that mm-hmm. day. So he, he liked to collect those badges. Yes, yes, he did. When you go but to Graceland in the house, they have. But a, he kind of took done. it seriously, right? I mean, very like, much so. Yeah. Very, very much so. So anyway, I guess Kanye meeting with. Trump in the White House. That, it, it's that was, already been done. Yeah, I don't. It was done years ago. I don't know that there's going to be a if that's going to be like the number two requested photo. I just don't think so. But that is still number one. Yeah, I know that was a. I haven't. That seen, was a question in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Lori. It was. I think so because we played it that with you and Casey. Yeah. Did Who I wants know to this? be a millionaire? I think one yeah. of us did. Yeah. Or I told you about this. Mm-hmm. Somehow we knew that information. I just, it, it's Monday, you know, I want to highlight what Holly posted because we do, if you're a Beatles fan, Peter oh. Jackson um, has been working on the Beatle documentary and he's been editing, editing, editing. And he it's, says it's unseen footage from Lindsay, Michael Lindsay Hogg's original Let It Be movie. Right. And we see everyone laughing and having fun. Billy Preston is there, the fifth Beatle. It's like totally... I, this is this will be kind of exciting for Beatle fans. I don't yeah. think it comes out till next August. August twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. We're going to be at the State Fair. Um, Did you know there is? I'm just there is an Elvis and Nixon movie on Amazon Prime that stars Michael Shannon. Yes, 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 yes. I saw it. Oh, yes, was it good? good? Um, it's okay. It's okay. I love Michael Shannon. I kind of will watch him in anything. Yep. It's okay. I, I don't think it's anything memorable, but okay. if you're... 50 years ago today, though, right? Huh? 50 I years love ago that. today. And yeah. stay tuned for the uh, Low J replay and then a Christmas Carol Peterson at 7 o'clock tonight. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you